Welcome to the Mixed and Melted Podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically, and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Mixed and Melted. Hi, everyone. My name is Elle, and I want to welcome you to our very own podcast, Women of the World Network podcast, where we're hosting and meeting all these amazing women from all over the world. And today I have a special guest, one of our authors as well, Miriam Martinez. And before we jump into the call, hi, Miriam. Hi, Elle. How are you? Good. Thank you. So before we jump into our conversation, I'm excited about this. Um, I want to introduce you. So Miriam Martinez is a licensed psychotherapist, registered art therapist, women's life coach, successful entrepreneur, and founder of the Wild Woman's Creative Corner community. Miriam brings over 15 years experience working with women around issues of stress, self-inadequacy, and self-identity. She gently guides women towards a path of learning to embrace womanhood and love themselves fiercely through the power of self-compassion and creativity. Miriam deeply believes that women are creative, intuitive, intelligent beings that are often conditioned to put themselves last and therefore lose touch with themselves and their creative spirit. Miriam's calling in this life is to teach women the power and importance of putting themselves first, loving themselves as much as their own best friend, and tapping into the creativity for personal and professional happiness, ease, and success. Miriam is based out of Northern California and is a mom of two teens and two fur babies. Hi, Miriam again. Hi, Elle. I must say I love, love, love what you do, and I know we're going to be talking about today in today's conversation. I love putting light back to ourselves. Yes, of course. (laughs) Before we jump uh, there, let me um, ask you first, where are you from? What country are you from? Since we are a global community, I like to ask that first. Yeah, so I was born in Panama, actually, and immigrated to the United States um, in the San Francisco Bay Area, specifically, um, when I was seven. Oh, wow. so I've been here for over 40 years now. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Um, tell us what you do. I kind of read the bio in what you do, but I also want to expand that in mm-hmm. why you do what you do mm-hmm. and why it's so important for you, why you chose this path for you. Right. Yeah. Thank you for that. So if I could call myself anything at all, I would call myself a women's creative life coach. And what that means for me is that I help women learn how the creative process can help them access more information about themselves, Mm -hmm. tap in deeper to their intuition, right? Mm -hmm. Work through challenges, difficult emotions, et cetera. There's so many opportunities right, in the creative process uh, to help us keep moving forward. So we don't get into those stuck moments that make us feel bad, you know, so Mm -hmm. I really like to teach women how that creative process can help us move in that direction. And it's really my passion, Mm -hmm. right, because um, as a trained art therapist, I am obviously familiar with 
the healing that art can bring, right? But I also help women understand that it's not about any kind of product, that you don't have to be, you know, a fine artist. And in fact, I actually label myself a stick figure artist because I want women to just relax, right? I'm not a trained artist at all. You know, I don't have an MFA, but I am an art therapist, like I said. And so I do understand and value what the art process can do when we can just let go. And I really consider it such a, such a spiritual practice in a way because you're spending time with yourself, you're exploring yourself, you're you know, exercising self-care, right? I mean, there's just like so many benefits that come from just carving out a little bit of time you know, for some creative process. I love that. I love that creativity. And I remember attending one of your workshops, mm-hmm. how it... Um, opens up and you kind of let out everything that's in your head that's right on paper through different emotions but in this case colors uh, right yeah paper it's so interesting and I've never done that before but I've through the process I've realized wow it's so interesting how it uncovers some of your sides and maybe gives like you said creativity some ideas Mm -hmm. also in the process absolutely ideas and um, yeah it's kind of never ending like what the benefits are you know from my perspective you know but you said something really important which is you know you take what's in your head and you put it on the paper right and it's like that's exactly you know what is important here is that you get out of your head yeah right because we spend so much time in our head and thinking and thinking and thinking I think that's how we lose touch with our ourselves and our body Mm -hmm. right so when we do have that creative process practice, then we can connect to that more and get out of our heads and back to our intuition. Because I do believe that women are organically intuitive and creative. Yes. Right. And that the creative process is what helps you kind of tap into some of that stuff and extract it or get stuff that interferes out of the way, you know, things like that. So there's just a lot of benefit to it in that way. I agree. I love that. I agree with intuitive part. And I also love how you said you consider yourself a six-figure artist. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, because I think that, you know, there's so much conditioning around what it means to be an artist, you know, and it's very, very limited. Like you have to like be a famous artist or you have to like be able to draw, you know, lifelike form, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so what I say to people is if you've ever spent time with like a toddler, you know, a two or a three-year-old and watch them paint, it's an amazing process because they don't have any limitations whatsoever, right? They just kind of go to town with the paint. And so if you look at their art and you look at the artist, <laughs> right, who are we to say that that's not art and that he or she is not an artist? Mm-hmm. And so to me, that applies to all of us then, right? There are no rules about what makes yeah. you an artist. You actually get to define that for yourself and what it means for you, you know? Mm-hmm. But often, again, we're conditioned in, in, in a yes. way of how we look at art or who's an artist, you know? Yeah. And there's also like a lot of criticism, I think, that people grow up with, you know? And, and rules about how you're supposed Oops. to do things and all that right. kind of stuff. And that just really restricts your creative yeah. flow, you oh, know? Yeah. So a lot, of the, a lot of the women, when they come to me are like, I don't know if I'm creative. Like they're kind of like really apprehensive and it's like, oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah don't worry about it. We're going to work on that. You know, because part of your, the reason you're here asking the question is because there's some intuitive part of you 
that knows, right? That you actually are creative. It's just that this conditioning is getting in your way a little bit. And then once I sit down and explain, you know, the stick figure artist concept and that it's not about a product, it's not (laughs) about anything. We're actually just going to scribble a lot. Yeah. I remember that's what we did. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, I don't have to make anything, any form. It's like, that's right. It's not about that at all. Mm-hmm. And then that helps people really relax because yeah, this isn't an art class, right? We're not getting graded. Yes. <laughs> no one's yeah. going to critique your art. Yeah. Right. It's just for mm-hmm. you. It's a personal experience. Yeah. And, right? and, and I, I love that approach. Um, and, and what you said it, right. When we criticize ourselves, we, we tend, we see, we, we judge, you know, the house has to have square. It has to be square. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way we see it. And so we judge ourselves. But while we're judging ourselves, we are closed on all the creative openings mm-hmm. of gates because it's it's mm-hmm. like the judgment comes first and then we cannot think about anything else. Absolutely. It restricts our potential. Yeah. I really do believe that, you know. And so yeah. once you, 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 you start to relax around it a little bit yeah. and learn to have fun with it as a process, right? Then you really actually literally feel your juices flowing. (laughs) Your brain kind of starts getting activated. You maybe start getting some ideas or you feel less stress or, you know, whatever it is, but things move. Yeah. Right. Whereas when we live in our head, it's very hard to move, Mm -hmm. right? Because the brain gets in its loops and Mm-hmm. it's hard to get out of those loops, you know, but when you move again into that creative process, it gets you right out of all of that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your, your yeah, work and, and that the uniqueness behind that work. Cause that was my first time. I haven't attended those type of, um, I mean, I've done the, the art workshops, the studio mm-hmm. draw something, mm-hmm. but it's totally different. Right. right? So I, um, I love that approach. I think there is a major force behind it that, that can change a lot of things. You know, I, I, again, we've talked about how business and personal, they just, they're, they're not actually separate in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? So if you can look at your, your endlessness on a piece of paper, right? Like there's no boundaries. You can do whatever you want on this piece of paper. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? I feel like that's such a metaphor for life. Yes. So if you can, again, like lower those restrictions, right, those guards that you have up, and you can just let go and let it flow, then you'll find that in your life, right? Because those restrictions are there all the time. They're actually not just limited to the art process, so to speak. Right? We all struggle with restrictions. But again, that gets things flowing and that you can see it manifest in your life, both in business and personal. Well, um, I want to move um, into the uh, next uh, very cool, interesting, and uh, makes me excited topic is our book. <laughs> so um, I know you are one of the co-authors in our second edition um, uh, that the title of the book is Recipes for Mind, Body, and Soul. And I'm mm-hmm. just so excited to bring this book forward and into the mm-hmm. world because it's so it's such an amazing compilation of different recipes for not only kitchen, we do have some kitchen recipes, you know, but um, to give all of our listeners 
a general kind of description of the book, what we have is recipes for life, for soul, for body, um, you know, starting with forgiveness and, and this and that. But the unique part is also there is a recipe, but each recipe has a story behind it. Mm-hmm. How that recipe originated. Um, and if it's a cooking recipe, you know, when people will be cooking those recipes they will be relieving that story and that to me is so amazing and I'm just so excited that your story is in the book so I want to talk about that share with us um, without giving too many details maybe a name of your chapter and what what inspired you to write what you wrote about and what you would like our readers to take away from that chapter mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think first I want to say Thank you to you for coming up with the concept, you know, and for the invitation to be a co-author in this, because the concept of the book, I think, is so beautiful and it can feel so nourishing to all aspects of your being, you know. And so I want people to have that experience as well, you know, that that this book is heartfelt, that it's warm, you know, that it feels inviting and that it has a lot to offer, you know. So thank you for coming up with the concept and inviting me to be a part of it, you know. So for me, you know, my chapter is about um, my mom's very special recipe. And my mom passed away a couple of years ago, and it's been a process, you know, to move through that and to grieve that. And for me, right, to learn from that, like, what is what does this mean for me right now that my mom isn't here with me anymore? And so this recipe um, that I share in the book is a very heartfelt recipe because I have memories from my childhood watching my mom, you know, make this recipe. And you know, to, to learn my mom's recipes, you had to follow her around the kitchen. You know, she, she didn't operate from <laughs> any written recipes, you know. So some of her best recipes, we followed her for years, you know, to try to make sure that we were getting all of the parts right and, you know, that kind of stuff. You I know? love and it. So, yeah, after she passed away, um, I think it was probably on her first birthday, you know, after her passing. And that's always a very challenging time. Mm-hmm. You know, I decided to make this whole feast, including this specific dish. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like such a great experience and connecting to my mom, kind of keeping her alive in a lot of ways, you know, and then sharing, being able to share that with the next generation, you know, my kids. And, you know, now they ask, you know, for Mimi's arroz con pollo, (laughs) you know, they're like, when are you going to make that mom, you know? So it's there and it's happening and it just, it's really fulfilling in that way, you know? And, and for me, it's interesting because it's the part about my mom is connected to my, my work as well, because when my mom passed away, one of the things that I had to kind of confront or face was that she had spent her whole life, you know, sacrificing herself for us, you know, and how that, you know, in our patriarchal culture looks like, like a loving mother. And and we all kind of tend to fall into that belief system. But what it really actually is, it's a lot of self-neglect, right? And so when I think about that, you know, and my mom passing away without maybe having fulfilled her own dreams or mm-hmm. having her own existence, you know, outside of being a mom, you know, I'm like, I don't ever want oh, any woman ever again <laughs> to, to, to ed- come to the end of her life, you know, whenever that may be, and, and not have had that. 
have right? Not to have lived their lives to like the fullest, you know, the things they want to do, how they want to live, you know, and whether you have children or not, you know, it's irrelevant, but to feel that you have your own identity, Mm -hmm. right? As a person, as a human. And so that's a lot of what I help women work through. It's, you know, loving yourself, having compassion for yourself. So that means taking care of you and prioritizing you, right? All the people around you actually need you to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, that story. Um, You know, when you spoke, it's so beautiful. Mm, Thank you. Beautiful. And the, the memory of your mother. And it's so true that generation, when you talk about your mom, I right away I remember I remember I'm thinking about my mom mm-hmm. you know, how that the, the self-neglect that you mentioned it's I feel yeah. like it's that generation that yeah gave it all to to the kids to the family yeah. it's yeah yeah that is utmost priority above totally. all else right yes and, yeah and that that's what made you quote unquote good right yeah right the standard. And so I feel yeah. like, yes yeah. exactly and so I feel like part of what's happening with our generation right is that women are are feeling the discomfort of that, mm-hmm. right? Like this isn't how it's actually supposed to work. Yes. <laughs> You're actually yes. a human and you have your own life and your yeah. own sense of yourself, you know? But a lot of women think that that discomfort is something negative about them. Mm-hmm. And so again, part of my work is to help them see like, no, that isn't actually what this is. This is your growth. Yeah. Part of you is trying to break out of the shell and that's not a bad thing. It's just that growth hurts, yeah. <laughs> right? That's why they're called growing pains. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. That's part of the process, you know, right. but that's what needs to happen also, yeah. right? So yeah. that's, in my, that's my passion. I feel that deeply in my heart, you know, for women. Mm, I love that. And it's so needed. I, and I feel like unless we break that, pattern you know do the work like you do for women right mm-hmm. um, showing them and, and and that there is that as a side then we help other future women girls growing up to be mothers becoming mothers and understanding that there is your life there is your you know you're being a mother but you have your own because when we are when our cup is full we're letting our uh, other cup you know having other women have their cups full and our kids they're not going to do what we say they're going to do what we do Uh, i have two daughters and so i have to show an example Mm -hmm. because otherwise you know we Mm -hmm. kind of follow our mothers you know (laughs) right exactly exactly Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like you said, unless we grow, unless we go through that growth Mm -hmm. and understand, okay, this is what I don't want to be or what I want to don't what Mm -hmm. I want to change. Or right. Yeah. But you have to know that you have choices, right? And and so many of us are conditioned to think we don't have choices. Yeah. And it's like, no, we we do. We have choices. It's just that we have to really get connected to that that we do actually have choices, you know, and I would take it a step further, Elle. And I would say that really my mission is to see a world where the transformation of the planet happens from women learning to love themselves and prioritize themselves. Mm -hmm. Because if the self-sacrifice goes out the window, then we can step in to our true potential and what we're meant to be here on this planet to affect change. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, right, my little soapbox is that I feel like where we are yeah. is because women have not had 
the space, you know, to step into leadership, you know, to feel like they can be a part of this planet, you know, and, and contribute to policy Mm -hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, so that it goes deeper for me. It's bigger than that. It's like, no, if you learn to love yourself Mm -hmm. and if you learn to prioritize yourself, then you're going to be more open to sharing your gifts with the world. And that's what the world needs. No one needs you to be hiding your gifts. (laughs) that doesn't serve the planet yeah yeah so I feel really really strongly about that that that's how we affect change I love um and I love and thank you for participating in the book thank you for sharing that amazing story recipe um Mm -hmm. I know it's you know every time someone will read it and cook it it's gonna you know have those uh, those memories that you have of your mother and you know it's it's so beautiful I love that Mm -hmm. and I think that's going to be the tone of the book yes right like just yeah. a lot of warmth, a lot of heartfelt stuff and powerful yes. messages, you know, for yes. women. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. yeah. And those stories behind some of them are just so unique, so amazing and diverse, different type of stories, different areas. I'm not going to, uh, you know, say a lot of things, but it's just that what, what makes it so unique. I think each one brings its own story. How mm-hmm. a second world war story in, in Russia and the, the connected to food supply is just amazing. So um, I'm excited to bring that book. Yeah. Forward. So that book will be, um, will be released this spring. And so we'll be bringing more details very, very soon to you. But, um, but I'm very very excited about that. So moving on, before we uh, jump into the final part, I want to ask if you want to give advice, uh, Miriam, uh, to women that you feel uh, most passionate about and connected to your work. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think the advice that I have for women is to really understand that you are a creative being. It's not really a question. It's just the truth. And it's important to tap into creative processes, right? Whatever that means for you so that you can continue to grow and share more gifts with the world, Yeah. right? So the creative process is a very important way of helping yourself move through life with a lot more ease, um, tapping into your insight, trusting yourself, your inner knowing. That's kind of all we need. That's our driver in life, right? Instead of anybody else or any other rules being the driver in our life like no we're driving love that (laughs) yeah we're in charge and I think that's very powerful very powerful and Mm -hmm. and I find myself you know act 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 push 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 do 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 Mm -hmm. all of that I found myself that you know I just wanted to to do it with ease you know, when it comes with ease, you know, without, because we, that's the way we were trained, you know, to push, push, push to do, you know, mm-hmm. to do, to do, to do, it's, that's to right. do, it's a lot of uh, masculine energy, which we, it's that's good for right. combination, right? Yeah. But too much of that is an imbalance though, yes. right? And yes. I think you're right. That's, that's what we're talking about is that there's an imbalance oftentimes for women in the masculine and the feminine, because the culture says we should be masculine and we're trying to do something that we can't do. Some of us might that have more masculine energy that might be easier for them. But I know for me, 
I tend to be more towards the feminine. And so that really challenges me. Yeah. So that's an important component of it for sure. Thank you. Thank you for that advice. Very, yeah, very, very needed and great reminder. Um, the question, one more question I have is what it means for you to be a woman of the world, being in the community of women of the world network. Oh gosh, that's such a, an important question. It means so many different things for me, but I think that the, the the first thing that pops into my head is that it means to be a part of a community that is embracing and welcoming and, and eager yeah. to have diversity, you know, in its community. And so that really means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the thing that stands out the most. Beautiful. Thank you. Mary. Yeah. yeah. You're so welcome. So my last part is okay. rapid fire questions. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> those are always fun right um, yes so are you ready yeah okay okay great your favorite book name is untamed by glennon oh, boyle I love it. my favorite book too I love it. life changing <laughs> women out there get that book <laughs> yes love that book yes beach or mountains beach me too <laughs> mm -hmm, without a doubt <laughs> uh favorite international destination to visit Ooh, that's a tough one my husband's greek i'm panamanian oh that's a tough one i'm gonna go for greece though for sure i love being around love the it. greek people and the food and the culture so yeah love 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 that summer or winter summer things that you have discovered about yourself recently that I am stronger than I ever thought I was. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me feel really good. <laughs> yes. Thank you for playing, Miriam. And yeah, of course. That was so fun. much for this conversation today. I really enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. I've enjoyed it so much. Uh, thank you for being open, transparent, and thank you for all you are doing for, for women. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was a super fun conversation. And I just love bringing these powerful messages to women all over the world beautiful well thank you and uh we're going to conclude and i'll see you soon all right bye have a great day